Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spooked. The Scary Story Improvised Podcast. I'm Damien Devin. I'm Cody Crane. Another, another episode with your boys. Uh, yeah, back back again. Back again. I, I bet you're surprised. We're back again. I am. Episode. Uh, this is uh, 199. So we're one away from uh, the anniversary Man. episode. Four years. You guys out there gotta be so excited. Oh, it's gonna be a blast. We're just uh, peeling off another hundo. Yeah, I think we got like 24 people confirmed to come back for it. At least, right? Yeah, that's crazy. They better show up. <laughs> yeah, no one shows we up. Say, we, you say aver- that you shouldn't have said the number out loud. I know, I'm advertising 24, and now it's going to like dwindle to five. Uh, and people three like, people. Oh, you said. <laughs> yeah. We'll just have to have people do silly voices and pretend yeah. to be other people. <laughs> pretend to be past guests? Yeah. Oh, yeah, great. <laughs> I mean, we could do it. Oh. Oh. What was that? Uh, sorry, it's my big Hollywood agent calling. FS? Yeah. What's FS? Um, Fox. Fox Sports. Right. Yeah. Your agent, Fox Sports? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's unorthodox, but... That's true. When you when you can get anyone, you should do it, I guess. I mean, if I had a choice to get an agent and it being like a large studio, <laughs> I would... Probably not do that. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, yeah, they're really only giving me opportunities like, you know, uh, being an announcer or... Waterboy. Waterboy. <laughs> a, a lot of Waterboy. A lot positions. of Waterboy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's good. You know, yeah. I'm having a good time. It's true. Make sure everyone's hydrated. Yeah. It's important. But enough about that. Enough about uh, me. Enough about fucking Fox Sports. <laughs> It's all about our guest here today. We got Nora Diddy here. Hi. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you so much for coming on. I was going to say when your phone rang and who it was, it's going to be, oh, one of the guys who confirmed is no longer going to be there. Oh. Oh. We're down to 23. Well, that's what the text was. Yeah. That <laughs> I just got a text. So much better. <laughs> <laughs> But I couldn't jump. I didn't know if I could jump in because I wasn't introduced yet, you know? You so, hey, got to play by the rules. We don't got no rules okay. here. There's no rules. We play Just hard and loose. It's all anarchy <laughs> from here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, Noor, you're a uh, stand-up comedian. You're a writer. You do it all. You do everything. Mm-hmm. An all-star. An all-star. <laughs> hey, now, you are one. In Canada, though, so I just want to make uh, that clear. <laughs> I ride the streetcar like everyone else in Canadian fair. comedy. C- yeah, Canadian famous is, is pretty, pretty not great. <laughs> How not great is it? <laughs> uh, like you're a normal person in that way, I mean, which, you know what, is good, too. It means that when someone emails you, you reply to the email yourself. That's yeah. what being Canadian famous is. And that's not <laughs> even my joke. It's uh, Jerry D said that I opened for him recently and yeah. he said he was Canadian famous. And he said, if you email me, I'm the guy who gets back to you for the merch, you know, yeah. <laughs> for <laughs> the merch too. <laughs> everything. Yeah. He does it yeah. all. That's what being Canadian famous is. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, that's amazing though. Opening uh, for uh, Jerry D too. Yeah. Probably, uh, you know, uh, the most Canadian famous. Probably. Probably. 
I think he's. I was thinking about that. Like, who are some famous Canadian stand-ups? There's Jerry D. Yeah, Russell Peters. Right, but he Ron. doesn't live here. So who are Canadian stand-ups oh, that live here? here? Uh, Ron, Ron James. James. Yeah, Ron James. He's lives. probably one of the biggest ones. Brent Butt too. Yeah, Brent Butt. Yep. Yeah, but uh, I, Ron James has a Mickey show. Payne maybe the Ron James show. Yeah. Well, I don't think that's still a show. I think it is. Does Louis Anderson still live here? He lived here. Oh, am I mistaken? Then I thought I he know. was Canadian. I don't know if he is. I don't know. Oh, I don't I think he, he was. He might be. All right. he, if he's yeah. not, then please edit this out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know I, who my favorite Canadian? We, so we're doing is. Canadian comics who still live in Canada. Yeah. Uh, doesn't Dan Aykroyd still live in Canada? But, but stand-ups. Like, yeah. who's yeah. working and doing theaters yeah. and, you know, is making like a exclusively living? exclusively stand-up? Not just exclusively, but just who do yeah. it. Like, there's... Who? Jerry feels like the most active. Yeah. To me. Yeah. Out of everyone. Because, like, I, I mean, you see, like, Brent Butt come around every once in a while. But, like, you see Jerry going around a lot. Right. Yeah. So I, w- I would say, and on that note too, because when we started doing this podcast, I was like, uh, I, I would tell my, my dad would be like, oh, who do you have on or whatever? And I'd be like, oh, we have like so-and-so or whatever. Or like, especially we've had so many people from Mr. D on other than Jerry D. Right. And he's like, let me know when you have ah! Jerry D on. <laughs> That's such a parent thing yeah. to say. <laughs> That's, he was like, Jerry D or Cabby on the streets. I'm like, Cabby on the streets. Wow. Those are that's the two stars in Canada right now. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know Cabby on the streets. It's like an it, both of them have been on Sports Center, I think, and that's like the whole thing. <laughs> we got to start poaching some Sports Center people. Uh, I guess so. Make your dad proud. Yeah. Get Nick Nurse on here. Yeah. <laughs> I'll show him. That would actually <laughs> that actually be. A I good take guess. your Jerry and I raise you a Nick, huh? How's that, Dad? <laughs> That's every every guest. I'm like, how about this one, Dad? Like, send all your material to right. him. He's like, I don't even think my good. dad likes basketball, but he'd probably think that's cool. <laughs> yeah? Probably. I don't know. Should I call him? <laughs> Who does your dad think is cool? Uh, the Prophet Muhammad. And that's about it. <laughs> I, I don't think we're going to be getting no, one no, anytime no. soon. That's a big pull for us. So. My dad, oh, he likes soccer. Um, he doesn't have a team that he roots for because he, he lives in Jordan. So oh, okay. he just kind of pick yeah. a European country and That's like fair. go with it. Well, who we you got? Know, he's the, yeah. Ronaldo. No, Ronaldo. Oh, Cristiano Ronaldo. But he plays for Portugal. Oh. He's not with Europe, but he plays in like I think the English soccer league. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I thought Portugal is. I don't know the leagues, so I don't know. He's going like World Cup kind of thing or something. I don't know. I just said a name I knew. <laughs> this is all I know about it. Wait a minute. What am I saying? Portugal is in Europe. Yeah, that's so I was very confused. What is wrong with like, me oh today? No. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> who who else is soccer? I don't care. <laughs> yeah, not a lot of soccer love in this country. Uh, it's all hockey and baseball. Well, we got yeah, uh, TFC. a lot of basketball now. 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 Yeah. yeah. Now. Well, yeah, after they were in the semifinals and people were like, hey. Yeah. Who are you? Wait, that's us? Is that me? Oh, my God. Are you here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, when we went to see uh, Adam Sandler, that's all we could hear were the soccer fans across the street. Oh. Watching basketball. 
were they watching? I no, think they were, I think the game ended, and then they were watching the Raptors game on the screens there. In the yeah, I think they were. Oh, I gotta tell you guys, I've been a Raptors fan for five days, and oh <laughs> my god, it has been the week so of my life. You missed all the games yeah. of two, just yeah. watching Kevin right now in yeah. the summer, Recaps. just like catching yeah. up. Yeah, they're great. I mean, I hope it ends well. You know, I hope Start. this uh, series, this episode, season finale. Yeah. So you're on like 1992. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Still in the 90s. Yeah. At Vince Carter. <laughs> Um, But let's get into a spookier note here. Let's do it. We want to know, do you believe in ghosts? Oh, my God. I do and I don't at the same time. Okay. Okay? All right. So this is the thing. Logically, my logical brain says, no, Nor, there are no ghosts. (laughs) Okay? We would have seen them, you know, Mm. like... They would have, we would have, we would have caught them by now, you know? I don't, and I don't believe all those TV shows that we watch and it's like, but what I do believe is sometimes like you'll be in a room and you'll feel something or someone in your life will tell you a story and you believe that person about like a cupboard opening and them hearing a a sound, you know, and then just like spooky things that happen. So logically, it's never happened to me, and I don't believe in it. But, but I do believe uh, people who tell me that they've had spooky things happen to them. I never believe those people, ever. <laughs> I'm one of the people. I, I believe that you believe you th- saw that, but I don't believe it happened. What happened, Cody? Uh, Damien gets mad at me because I talk about it all and the he time. He says this story. I mean, you do have a podcast called Spooked. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I've had like several experiences. Like, scary um, story improvised podcast where it's never scary. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes a story. Um, Just saying. But yeah, yeah. I, uh, I've had experiences with like uh, a partner having sleep paralysis and seeing <gasps> what they were experiencing uh, visually. And really? Yeah. Um, as well as just like, uh, like seeing orbs as well into a room without like any windows or anything, just seeing like a glow coming out of there. Uh, but yeah, like I've, I've had like quite a few. So when you say sleep paralysis, mm-hmm. so, uh, this person is paralyzed in their sleep and they can visually look at themselves being paralyzed. Yeah. But where does the ghost come into that? Story? Um, so the idea is that someone is holding you down. Or whatever, and making it so you can't move. Um, so what they saw was in the corner of the room, um, a shadowy figure, mm. and then it walked over and went beside them, mm. and that was like holding them down, and they couldn't do anything. And what I saw, because I was still awake, was a shadowy figure walking around and standing beside them. Wow! And yeah. you saw that, yeah. How, see, this is what I'm talking about. So it's never happened to me, but other people have stories. Now, I think some people blow it out of proportion and mm-hmm. they get like their 15 minutes of fame and they mm-hmm. start coming up with all these scenarios because they want attention. Yeah. You know, I do think that happens, but I still think that out of all of this, there's, there's, you know, that saying, there's no smoke without fire. Mm-hmm. There's got to be something there. Uh, I don't know. I think people people are unreliable narrators, and uh, they are. People are people. Memories can change so easily and can be formed 
there there are ways that you can make something you can make people believe that a traumatic event happened to them just by telling them the if story. If you go by without it actually happening. When it to first them. happened and me saying it on the podcast and now it's the exact same story. That doesn't mean it happened though. I don't know. <laughs> See my thing is is there there's no way to substantiate it. It's never been repeatable. There's no way that you can prove any of it. So therefore, there's no reason for me to believe that it actually happened. I believe that you believe it happened. Mm-hmm. I believe that, but I don't believe that it happened. I uh, I agree with the uh, the thing of like people like using it for like fame and stuff like. Oh, that. I agree with that too. Because uh, when you do like uh, those reenactment shows, yes. and then you look up like the people like that you're yeah. reenacting mm-hmm. as, and you're like, "Wow, they've been on like seven of these with different stories for each one." Yeah. Right. There's no way. Or there's seven different ones with the same story, too. Or Can Yeah, or the same story. Like, yeah. sure, Dylan, you saw another ghost. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. And they're, like, different jobs, too. It's, like, now, like, first is a security guard, and then it's, like, now they're a gardener, and they're, like, we quit security, and now we're doing this, and we see another ghost, you know? Yeah. It's like uh, the Three Stooges. Every, every episode, they have a different job. <laughs> <laughs> I also think that it can... That's why we have like a whole entire movie genre based on like, you know, horror and mm-hmm. extraterrestrial. Because I think p- it's fun to believe that it exists, mm-hmm. that this isn't yeah. just it. That like, that's why we pay money and we go and we watch these movies. Because it's like, oh, like, you know, like, yeah, there could be a ghost in my attic. Yeah, it's a uh, fun story time. Yeah. And that's about it. I mean, it's interesting regardless whether you think about it as like, oh, this, uh, if you believe in ghosts, it's interesting. Or if you don't believe in ghosts, it's interesting in a mm-hmm. psychological standpoint for you. So I think... Well, uh, but I mean, watching a movie, though, I don't think about the psychological standpoints or the believability Well, no, of it. but I, go I'm saying the that the premise is interesting. Do you sure. guys think that ghosts are always like uh, the souls or whatever of people who have died? Do you think that ghosts have to be those of bodies that have existed or can they just be without like they just pop up yeah i don't know like personally because i there's some things that i just yeah i just don't know and i don't really i'm like i i'm not i can't have an answer for this for me because i don't think they're real they can be whatever you want them to be right and that's (laughs) that's the beauty of imagination (laughs) (laughs) i'm I I I do think like because uh, some of the things I try to think about of like oh what's being like affected here and trying to be like present in the moment, and I think that mainly what's being affected by these things is like a uh, in an emotional way like pushing their emotion on you whatever it may be, um, but I don't know exactly what that thing is whether it's uh, a person that's passed on or whether it be just something something like a spirit of sorts yeah. yeah i think yeah i don't know it's just uh it's too deep we know nothing about it because we, there's nothing to find well you don't know yeah what's that we tv know. show that looks for ghosts <laughs> oh those shows are so bad there's gotta be a hundred of them yeah. there's so many of them and they've got the black got like the eye the night vision goggles and everything's in green mm-hmm. they never find anything yeah have you have you ever seen like the uh, celebrity ones where they like go by like celebrities ghost stories or whatever? No. Yeah, there's some of them where it's like 
I don't know. I I find that one a lot more entertaining, but more in uh, a way of being like, this is what this celebrity's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really funny when you find what celebrities are yeah. like. Um, uh, some of them are just bonkers. Well, it, and it's like it's always like the same celebrities. Like they do like the circuit, like a like Dennis Rodman, like Gary Busey or something. Oh. Those know? guys, like, I'm not surprised though. Those yeah. ones that tracks like. Dennis Rodman hanging out in North Korea all the time. Gary Busey is just nuts. <laughs> so that makes sense that they would have weird ghost stories. Maybe. Yeah. What was that thing we were watching and Gary Busey was like, le- oh, the WWE house. And he was like leading that yoga session with all the Aww. old guys. Gary yeah. Busey's leading a yoga session. <laughs> it was really like a meditation, like yoga session. It was very weird. It was really weird because it was one of those things too where it <laughs> It was like a reality show where it's all old wrestlers, like 80s wrestlers, living in a house together. And then Gary Busey goes there and tries to show them yoga for one of the episodes. And like deep breathing and meditation. And the guys are like, okay, what's going on? But then it's also really odd to see someone like that they would get someone on the show that just wouldn't know who any of them are. Like, (laughs) Who would have been like very active during all that stuff, but still have no idea about any of it. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Do you guys meditate? I don't. I do, yeah. Yeah? How yeah. long have you been meditating for? Um, uh, It's been since I went to school. So I'd say 2013 since wow. I went to Vancouver Film School. Yeah. So um, my brain isn't working today. So, 29, so six years. Six years, yeah. Do you meditate every day? Uh, not every day, no. How often? Um, I used to do it a lot more often, especially when I lived in Vancouver. I'd just go into a park, sit there, and meditate. Right. Um, but I like to do it in a lot more like uh, public places. Can you do that? Yeah. Wow. Be- because it's more challenging, too, because I feel like uh, there's... It's just more of a test of like, especially because I do it less frequently now that I don't want to be distracted. Mm -hmm. So when I'm in like a public place and if I can kind of not be distracted in that area Mm -hmm. and be completely focused, then I just find it very effective. Whether like because sometimes when you do it in like your room or something, you can get distracted, but it's it's such a minor distraction that you Mm -hmm. don't really like you just like fizzle in and out. Yeah. But I don't know. I can just like the wind and everything and those kind of elements. So I've been meditating only for 11 days. I do it every day for 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. I have this app called Waking Up with Sam Harris, and it's so good. And um, so I'm only meditating at home now. I tried meditating on the subway, and it was too much. You know, I'm still in the early stages. But I'd love to get to the point of where I'm in a public park and i'm able to meditate and it's still really hard for me to do like to focus on the breath it's and all you have all these thoughts in your head that you're trying to get out so it's really hard so i think i would imagine it being way harder in a park where you've got like you know trinity bellwoods park here in toronto you've got a guy on a trapeze and another guy juggling three balls and like dogs Dogs, yeah, yeah yeah One guy's already started barbecuing, like <laughs> <laughs> the hippie drum circles. Yeah, the, exactly. Yeah. Trinity. That's the first day of summer when the first hippie circle starts playing at Trinity <laughs> Bellwoods. That marks summer in Toronto. <laughs> it's like uh, Groundhog's Day for yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get, uh, get your bang bang ice cream and go to the drum circle. <laughs> but you have been uh, meditating double the amount of days that you've been a Raptors fan. 
I have. That's true. Do you think yeah. that you, your meditation brought on your love of the Raptors? I think it's helping me cope with That's all the losses that I've been watching. <laughs> <laughs> From 92? From 92. What inspired you to start uh, meditating? Well, I suffer... Um, from a lot of uh, <laughs> things. Maybe that's not the right way to say it, but I recently got diagnosed with situational depression. I've been going to therapy. Okay. And my therapist suggested I be mindful in the morning. And that's something I took to heart and it's been helping me a lot. So every day for 10 minutes I meditate amongst other things I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I feel like I have, I think just situational is like um you know a string of events happen in your life that lead you to be depressed and i think there's a lot of i think i was always scared of going to therapy and scared of being diagnosed mm-hmm. i always knew i had anxiety yep. i don't have severe anxiety but i do suffer from you know i get really anxious sometimes i have social anxiety so i always knew that therapy was something i needed to do but got to a point where this February I was just so tired all the time and I would go to stand-up shows and I you know was supposed to make people laugh but I was so sad on the inside and I felt like such a hypocrite Mm -hmm. and I didn't have energy to make people laugh it felt like such emotional labor and I was like I can't do this anymore this is my job I used to go out like three times a night and now I regret even booking one show a night so it just got to a point where I um, needed to see someone and she's been helping me. I used to go once every two weeks and now I go once a week. And uh, yeah, I've also been reading a book. If anyone here is you know, so going through any of that. So Waking Up With Sam Harris. And also there's this self-help book. It just costs $10. Uh, it's called Feeling Good. It's uh, by Dr. David Burns. Um, and it's on cognitive behavioral therapy. And it just helps you like... You know, honestly, if you ha- if you feel down or if you're depressed or if you feel guilt, whatever, like just buy the book and read it. It's so helpful. It can help you identify all the like cognitive distortions you have in your brain because things happen, right? Events happen. And it's the way we feel about them is our, our thoughts cause our emotions. So if you have a negative skew or a negative lens on the world, you're going to be more prone to being depressed. And what these things are are just like little things like you have all or nothing thinking so it's black and white so you say like I'll say I'll go on stage right and I'll have a great set but one joke will bomb and then I'll get off and I'll still feel like a failure because I didn't go perfect but that's not how I should think about things right it's not black and white Mm -hmm. I made these people laugh right I did my job I entertained them I had a good set but it's just getting caught up in all these thinking thinking traps that are laid out in the book that help you have a more positive approach to thinking about the things that happen. Sorry, that was a long yeah, rant. No, on, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, have you uh, read uh, Jessica Holmes' book? No. Um, I have it here, too. I can lend it to you as well. Okay. Uh, but it's it's really good. I, it's uh, Just so I can plug it here. I think it's Depression, the Comedy or something I like that. I can't remember. Uh, something like that, but go back and listen to the Jessica Holmes episode. She plugs it there and <laughs> does a better job than I would. Uh, but yeah, it, it's, it's really helpful too. just like finding stories. It's just a bunch of stories, um, that, uh, go through when uh, she had depression and just having things that are relatable always kind of help as well, I think. Yeah. Nice. But, um, 
I haven't known you uh, very long, uh, but uh, the, the last time we met, you you do have this like very uh, positive energy about you, oh, thank um, you, where you bring like you just feel happiness when like I see you like that's that's so sweet. You're gonna make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think though. Here's the thing. This is the person I've been a positive person. I try to be a positive person in my life. But there are days where I can't be positive mm -hmm. and being positive feels like a struggle. Mm -hmm. And it's on those days where I choose to stay at home. There's been times where I stay at home for four or five days in a row. And this used to happen back in college and I never knew what it was. You mm -hmm. know, I just always thought, oh, it's cold and I'm lazy and I'm just procrastinating and nobody likes going to class or whatever. But um, and you can port you can also portray a. I think we also, all of us hide it really well, you know, whether it's in person or social media, like, um, I think we just post and show our best selves to the world, mm -hmm. but that's not what's always happening with us in everyday life. And that's the thing about depression. Some of the happiest people I know in my life also suffer from depression. So, and you know, it's crazy. One time I told a family member, I was like, do you think I'm depressed? And he's like, oh, but you're laughing. But those two aren't, um, what's the word? Like They're not opposing. Yeah. yeah. Like you could have happy days and mm -hmm. be a positive person when you go out, but still feel depressed, you know, that mm -hmm. same day at night, you know, or earlier that day and you kind of got out of it. And I think another thing that helps is when you saw me, I was having lunch with a friend mm -hmm. who's not in comedy. And it can be so helpful to... Um, be with people who aren't uh, so focused on your... Well, one of the things that I'm working on is I feel like the last six years of my life have all been towards comedy. You know, yeah. you achieve goals, but we pay such a hard price for them, right? Like, mm -hmm. we're on stage every night. We don't go to our friends, you know, dinners or parties or whatever. And so it, it, you kind of have an unbalanced life. So I've also been working on... And I feel, hap I feel good when you have those relationships outside of mm -hmm. comedy that kind of can balance your life and and reward you in ways that are not so dependent on an audience or a joke working or getting uh, a credit or getting something you know just getting happiness from maintaining a relationship with someone who you know they like you for you you know unconditionally regardless of whether you do well on stage or not and I think that's really important for young comics to know this is I think you know, something that I also fell into, it's like you feel like comedians are all our friends and oh, you know, yeah, yeah. but they're not. And that's OK. Mm -hmm. You could have one or two friends, but mm -hmm. these people are your coworkers, So you yeah. shouldn't. Oh, they didn't book me. Oh, they were mean. To, you know what? No one like they're your coworker. Like some people go to accounting jobs. Mm -hmm. They have people there they don't like. It's the same. Yep. Not everyone has to be your friend in comedy. And that's a lesson I learned, you know seven years oh. in the hard way yeah yeah because it can be especially like the stand-up world can be a very like cutthroat and like isolating world right mm -hmm. uh i mean like um i go back and forth of like doing like stand-up or like improv or going and the improv community is just so different than the stand-up community yeah. like you go to an improv show you do a set even if it's bad or whatever, like everyone will come up to you and be like, oh, I liked what you did there. And you're like, oh, great. I liked what you did there and everything. And like being specific, when you do the stand up show, it's like maybe someone will talk to you after. 
If or oh, <laughs> it is brutal. Yeah. yeah. Well, I feel if anyone like stays <laughs> around. If anyone stays around, yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like because improv in itself is such a communal activity that mm-hmm. depends on other people, because that's built into it, I feel like improv and sketch are mm-hmm. so much more inviting and welcoming. Especially to a new person, yeah, you know, to a new performer. It's also so much more collaborative. So by mm-hmm. its very nature, you have to be more uh, open and inclusive in that way. And where stand up is very like all by yourself. Yeah. You're there alone. You, yeah. The only one you have to take care of is you, really. So. Yeah. Well, I also think that if you look at the long term trajectory of both of those art forms with improv, if you're gonna get somewhere, you're gonna get somewhere with your troupe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you're gonna like get paid to do it you're going to get paid for a sketch review if you're going to be part of second city or tour and it's going to be with other people yeah so even your long term is with other people with stand-up it's with yourself Mm -hmm. and that's why it's so competitive because it's i'm going to get into this festival only me i'm not reliant on anyone else yeah and you can go and and all you need with stand-up is a mic and a stage you know the only thing with sketch is maybe solo sketch, but you're so reliant on the cues, the sound yep. guy, the lights, everything. You don't need anything. We don't even need mics sometimes. There's a show in Toronto at a patio of a backyard. You just need a stage and for people to look at you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's, you know, because you, you need less, you feel like you also need less people and, you know, yeah. they're involvement in it to be successful yeah well <laughs> um on that note we got a story to uh, to tell here an improvised story um uh but yeah i, I do want to just uh, touch on one th- uh, more thing here and it's that uh um yeah people don't realize with stand-up because stand-up brings so much joy to people you bring uh personally so much joy to people uh, in this world uh, that they don't realize that other stuff is going on and everything like that, right? Uh, but uh, we're all humans, and it's uh, a beautiful thing. <laughs> but on that note, let's do an improvised story here. We all drew positions beforehand. Yep, we did. Damien, do you want to reveal what you drew? What I drew? Swing. Swing. You got no responsibility in the story. You can That's do right. whatever you want. I'm going to take a nap. Oh, you're going to take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe not. Oh. Um, and I drew the celebrity position here. Oh. So with that, I'm going to go to a random celebrity generator. It's going to give me four options. I'll have to appear as that celebrity at some point in the story. Love it. Uh, and I hope it's Gary Busey. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Hello. And pants. you're going to guide us through a meditation yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> in Trinity Bellwoods Park. There we go. This story's writing yeah. itself. I know. <laughs> oh, you get mad when I give you a suggestion for the story. <laughs> uh, you know. I'm the guest. I can yeah. leave. You can That's talk true. about me when I leave. You That's have to true. live with That's you. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my options here are Kira Knightley. David Beckham, soccer. Love it. Soccer. Uh, Bruce oh, Lee. Football. Oh, sorry, football. Football. <laughs> Bruce Lee uh, or Bruce Springsteen. Two oh Bruces. Two double Bruce. I double love Bruce. This group. That's an improv troupe I'd pay to see right there. Uh, yeah, that would be good. <laughs> <laughs> One dead guy. <laughs> I have no idea what that it's is. A hologram. <laughs> a hologram Bruce Lee. Yeah. yeah. Literally, everyone is from different things. Like, no one's connected here at all. Exactly. You've got two people from England, but they are the opposing part of like 
of life. Yeah. Right? And then you've got Bruce Springsteen. The boss. Okay. Yep. I've wh- what are some of his songs? Uh Born in the USA. Okay. Um Living in America. <laughs> no, I don't know. That's him. Uh I'm on fire. Uh I've never heard any of his songs. He's got a. You'd know him if you heard yeah, him. Yeah, like you never Born heard that. Born in the USA. Okay. No. Uh, Bruce Springsteen. Are you allowed to play his music? We're not Cop- going to. I'm just going to. Copyright? Gonna <laughs> oh, you're just going to look them up. I'm going to look what the songs are. And then uh, sing each one one by one. That's until you know right. Them. <laughs> well, I got to be Bruce Springsteen here because uh, we got to find out who, who he is, what he's all about. Streets okay. of Philadelphia? <laughs> Tougher than the rest? I don't know. I don't know a lot of Springsteen either. Pink Cadillac, maybe? I don't know. I feel like a lot of uh, this episode is about listing. We oh. listed Canadian comics. Uh, we listed uh, soccer players. Now we're listing. Born to Run? Oh, yeah. Born to Run. No. Baby, we were born to run. Every song you've given me, I like, think it's one song, but it's not. So oh. Born to Run, I was like, Born to be wild. Uh, <laughs> born to be no, wild. Yeah. That. Made in the USA. I was like, party in the USA. That's a Miley Cyrus song, guys. That's Correction. That's true. Correction. He covered it, so he did. Made okay. it his own. Yeah. <laughs> he covered it. Also, when you said Bruce Springsteen, I don't know why I thought of Brian Adams. Yeah, Canadian. Mean, yeah. 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 The Canadian Bruce Springsteen, yeah, okay. as they all say. <laughs> yeah. He's not the boss. He's the. Uh, the upper middle management. Yeah. Every <laughs> I thought in my head, like growing up and everything, like hearing about Bruce Springsteen, because it was never really a big thing in my area. I don't think it's a big thing in Canada, really, Bruce Springsteen. The boss? But <laughs> everyone that I meet in the in the U.S., I'm like, oh, you Bruce Springsteen fan? Like, that's my number one question. Really? Yeah, number one question right off the bat. You say you're American? I'm like, Bruce Springsteen? And Bruce they're like, again. no. <laughs> well, it's Springsteen. He's an American hero. Uh, I he's the he's the blue collar uh, man's uh, voice. Is he country? No, he's like uh, rock, rock and roll, roll kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Is he in the Hall of Fame? Most definitely. Okay. He's oh. one of the, like the highest paid musicians in the world. Really? His last tour, like, well, not in this house. I'm oh. gonna tell you. <laughs> <laughs> we have so many uh, Bruce Springsteen fans just yeah. throwing their phone at the wall. <laughs> 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 I just let you know I that he's he's up Spice. there. Yeah. <laughs> if you're mad, just listen to the original. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, uh, Nora, what did you draw? I drew the role of the narrator. Oh, oh. so you're gonna be leading this story? I am. In the best way you can. Okay. <laughs> In Arabic. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, well, you're gonna be so confused. <laughs> we'll do our best. Uh, <laughs> For that, we're gonna go to canigeta.com to get a location, a relationship, or a word. This will give you a suggestion in order to start the story. And out. you're not stricken to the narrator too. No. You can be characters within. You the can story come in and out, and we'll we'll bop in and out too. That's what we do. So, what would you like? A location, a relationship, or a word? I'll get a location. Location greenhouse. A greenhouse. Okay. Greenhouse. The spooky greenhouse. A house that is green. All right. However, you'd like to start it. All right. <laughs> you know, greenhouses are usually made of glass. And you can see through them. And there's no secret. Which is why on this particular day, 
when walking down the street and looking into the greenhouse, there was someone there, but from another era. And she looked different. And then she was gone. Oh my God, what is it? Was he imagining it? Was it the heat? Was it the heat stroke of downtown Toronto on a July day? Darren, did you did you see that in the greenhouse there? Jacob, I've had heat stroke for the last five <laughs> days. I don't know what the fuck I know anymore, okay? Darren, do we, do we need to get you to a hospital? I've been saying for the last five days I need to go to the hospital. Then why do we just keep walking outside? Because I love this greenhouse. That's true. Just walking around it. Transparent. Much yeah. like me. Yeah. I'm an open book. Yeah, you tell me all the things that happen to you. Oh, yeah, Jake. Like you got a question, I'll answer yeah, it. Go uh, ahead, ask uh, one. Um, uh, why are you so hung up on certain things? Is that too vague? Not <laughs> that question, Jacob. Okay. That one. All right. <laughs> You know how much it hurts me when uh, I have to Will you tell that. me um, uh, why Bernice left you? Now that's a less personal question I can answer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, come on, Darren. I'm waiting. It's hot. Sorry. And I want to talk about what was in that greenhouse. Well, this would cool you down. Okay. Because this story takes place on a cool winter morning. That's. I just wanted to know why she left you. You don't need to. Oh, um, it was like a thing where I just, I wasn't, I was too caught up at work and, you know, I just, I was all work brain and not paying attention or uh, caring about uh, feelings at all or I just wasn't there and I got some regrets, but that's the transparency I have and that's why I like looking at this greenhouse. And that's why you quit your job to walk around the city with me. Exactly, because I don't want to leave you hanging like I did to Bernice. And then they heard a shark. Sharp voice say, "In here!" <laughs> <laughs> Is someone letting air out of a balloon <laughs> from the greenhouse. Oh. That figure appeared again. <laughs> see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I see. You can see it too. Yeah. And you don't have heat stroke. I'm the only one. Uh, well, I might. How do you know? <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if I knew. I'd be in the hospital right now. <laughs> That's true. Am I right? High five. Uh, uh. <laughs> I missed it. <laughs> yeah, well, we better head in this greenhouse. Yeah, well, all right, let's get in there. You yeah. know, we never went inside. We always looked outside of it. Well, because from the outside looking in, you know, you don't want to just... Looking at you through the glass? Yeah. Don't know how much time has passed. <laughs> oh, God, it feels like forever. <laughs> but the door wouldn't open. Oh, jeez. Locked? Tried and tried and thought, what, how can we get in? Good news about greenhouses is it's all glass, so. <laughs> <laughs> Your hand. <laughs> ah, okay. A little bit of heat stroke, a lot of glass in the hand. <laughs> Maybe we should go to the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, losing blood. Yeah, I'll, let me just rip off a part of your shirt and make you a crop top, and then I can wrap that up for you. <laughs> are you ripping off my shirt so I have a crop top, or are you trying to fix my hand? I'm a little confused. Both. <laughs> I'm trying to help you cool off. Oh, Jacob, yeah. <laughs> you're this is why you're my friend, Darren. Yeah, this is what it's all about. Yeah, friendship. All right, now you go in first. Okay. Oh, there's, there's a lot of plants in here. 
Is it cooler in there? It's very hot. It's, it's a house it's made of glass. <laughs> and the sun's beaming down. Okay, oh, it's I high noon. Yeah, there's no AC. No shadows. <laughs> Does it, is this good for the plants? I don't know. Nope. Yeah, I think so. Uh, you know what a greenhouse is. I'm no... I'm no plant doctor, Jacob. Botanist. <laughs> I'm no botanist. Plant doctor. Thank you for saving me. Dr. Plant. <laughs> yeah, I'm no Dr. Plant or anything. All right, well, let's let's look. Let's look between all these tomatoes. <laughs> I assume. I'm no plant doctor either. <laughs> it was a different greenhouse, one that grew tomatoes in downtown Toronto. Just all vegetables in here. Yeah, that's a good greenhouse. I mean, it's I, yeah, it's a logical greenhouse. Like, this, what are you gonna need more of? Flowers or vegetables? Yeah, we need to fruit, I guess, tomato, produce. It was a different smell as they walked through the aisles of vegetables. I Jacob, was that you? Yeah, well, it was me. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, we stopped in and uh, get those uh, bean and cheese. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Jay, you uh, don't have to tell me. I was boy. there. Like through a goose. <laughs> through a goose? Is yeah. that a, is that a saying? Like shit through a goose. Like shit through a goose. Hey, really fast. That's a saying. That is a saying. <laughs> so since when? Since always. <laughs> when would someone use that? I don't know. Like, and you say, like, you ate that, and it just went through you so fast, and it just shoots out like shit through a goose. <laughs> what I'm talking about. I don't think I've ever heard anyone say, like, shit through a goose. Look it up. We'll go to the library later and look it up. <laughs> no, I'd, I'll look it up. I got the, I got data. Do you? Yeah, don't you worry about I that. I'll, I'll look I that you up. you canceled your phone plan when you quit your job. Before I look this up, you want to stand by that that is a thing. Yes. Shit through a goose. And it's definitely that exact wording. Yeah, sure. It's on Urban Dictionary. You know what? You got me. <laughs> Something that really gets into motion very quickly or is lightning fast. Like shit, like through, shit a through a goose. <laughs> like he threw that baseball like shit through a goose. <laughs> is that it? I don't know if that's the best way to to use it. His yeah. new set of wheels goes like shit through a goose. That that's seems the, uh, like a stretch, too. Should get, we get back to this greenhouse? Get the hell out of here or I'll call security and you'll be out of here faster than shit through a goose. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. And then suddenly his phone died. <laughs> oh. I had like 10 more examples to read. Yeah, I was going to go a random article. <laughs> I like learning new words. Wait, didn't we go in here because we saw someone? Yeah. That was the whole point. Yeah. Are they gone? Come find me. Oh, this yeah. doesn't sound good. I know. The <laughs> game. Is that a tomato talking to us? <laughs> tomato? That's a word. Look it up. <laughs> tomato. Tomato. Tomato's not a real word. <laughs> I don't have to look it up to see the the, the creepy noise. Said it. Hey, you say tomato, I say tomato. <laughs> <laughs> in Toronto. Yeah. All right. I'm from out of town. Where are you from? Markham. Markham? Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, you never asked. I can't, You know what? I can't be mad at you for not being transparent if I've never asked. Listen, you've been really busy dealing with a lot of emotional things lately. Definitely. You break you've been up to Bernice, <laughs> quitting your job. And you know walking what? Walking around for five days with me in the sun. <laughs> 
avoiding the hospital. You've been asking me a lot of questions and being there for me, mm-hmm. and I've made the mistake again of not asking you any. Well, I'm a closed book. <laughs> oh, so you wouldn't have told me anyways. Well, I might. No, you did tell me you were from Markham. Yeah, after five days hey, of walking in the sun. you're opening up. I'm happy. I'm delirious. I'm pretty happy you're opening up to Listen, me. Listen, I thought we might die in this greenhouse, so I had to tell somebody. I don't have any water. <laughs> We should probably go find out that voice that corrected me about tomatoes. <laughs> Just like dig through, I guess. Yeah, let's dig through the dirt. You th- you think they're underground? Why not? Nice and cool. <laughs> That's true. That's how you stay cool. Worm logic. My father was a worm. Oh yeah. No. Oh, I thought you were opening up again. Nah, not yet. All right. Uh, get some hey, what's more that? Sun. What's that behind those vines? <laughs> <laughs> the ghost girl's just hand- hiding behind the vines like someone behind like curtains in a house. <laughs> I see uh, floating shoes. <laughs> not a, not the best hiding spot. but <laughs> Excuse me, hello? What do you want? Well, we saw you and then you you kind of been talking to us. So? <laughs> All right, um... Sorry, we, we didn't mean to bother you. I just we were wondering wh- 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 what were you doing in here? Why why are you here? This is where I meditate. Oh. Oh. Okay. We we just came in cuz we've been walking for 5 days and and you said to come in. And you told us to come in here <laughs> and uh y- it's not every day you see an apparition from a different era. I I just feel like I'm getting mixed messages because you asked us to come in and now you're being like a little bit like you're playing like uh pretty coy here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't think you guys would really come in. No one ever does. No one. No one. You're the first. We thought you might that's, need an help. That's so sad. No one does. You ask them to, and they don't. No. Just you're the first too. That's actually really scary to think about because, like, what if I like fell. On the ground, yeah, uh, broke my leg, yeah, and I was sitting there, and you said, "Come in the greenhouse." Yeah, come in, help me. And <laughs> well, no, no one ever does. I just die in there. I mean, if, did you ever say I've help me? I've been dead for fifty years. Did you die in the greenhouse for that reason? I did. How did you die? Just That's because you broke your leg and no one came to help? From a heat stroke. After Bernice left me. Bernice, wait you, a minute. You were with Bernice too. Yes. Same Bernice. That explains so much. You're dating Bernice Jr. I dated Bernice Sr. You dated BJ? <laughs> she didn't tell me. I didn't ask, I guess. That's my problem. <laughs> That's true. You didn't ask. You didn't even know she had a Listen, mother. Listen, kid. All I'm saying is you got to get your life in order. Otherwise, you'll be me. You live in a greenhouse by yourself. Okay, this is... I've already oh. I've already said how terrifying of an it's idea that bad. is to me. You can live with all the <laughs> tomatoes. <laughs> and potatoes. I don't think you, you don't eat as an apparition, do you? No. Yeah, see, the vegetables Dang. don't really help you with anything. Well, you could live in a flower garden, greenhouse. <laughs> what was that going to do for me? You can look at all the pretty flowers. Yeah, and then someone just comes stomping around checking them out too what? all the time. <laughs> what? When does that happen? Oh, people just always stomping around. Yeah, people always stomping around. Okay. You've seen some of our friends That's mucking true. about all the time. Mucking about with their big clomp shoes on. Big clomp shoes, big boots. Big honking boots. Yeah, hiking boots in the park. You know what they say about people with big clomping boots? 
They make a big clomp of noise when they come in the greenhouse. That's what they say. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's where I thought you were going. For Look sure. it up. All right, guys. You guys, uh, let's wrap this up, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I've got some apparating to do. What, okay. So, uh, what do you... So, what so do you, you called us in here to tell him to get his life together? Yeah. And you got to become a better friend. You are not supportive of his life, and you got to change your attitude around. I've been nothing but supportive. I've, right. been f- I've been walking around with my bud in the sun for you're five days. You're just making fun of him. No, you're making fun of him and Bernice and his job and his blood. And I haven't seen that much blood loss. You do have gross blood. Yeah, it, it, it's I O positive. It's actually <laughs> like, um, yeah. I didn't think I could get it's pretty neutral blood. More positive than supporting you through your breakup and quitting your job and helping you walk around and then bandaging up your hand when no, you got it all bloody. You're enabling him. You gotta get him back. Oh dang, you're right. On track. I've been too good a friend that I am enabling you to be a bad person. Mm-hmm. I have to be less good a friend. All right. You know what? Get your life together, you bum. (laughs) That's not a good way to start. You're supposed to be more supportive. No, I'm being more supportive by being less supportive. I'm not enabling you no mo. All right. All right? I guess I'm on my own now, then. You're not on your own. I'm still here for you. But I'm not... (laughs) But not that much. I guess the only thing to me, for me to do is... Take your advice and go to Bernice Jr. and apologize. I was going to say we should go to the job gym, but yeah, that works too. The job gym? Yeah, get a job. The job gym. Yeah, it's a place. That's a word? It's not. It's two words. The job gym. Yes. That's a, that's a group of words that go together. <laughs> yes. I'll look it up. Yeah, I have like, data. <laughs> the, is that like a job fair in a gym? Uh, kind of. Kind of? What do you mean kind of? Here we go. Job Jim. There's one in uh, Welland and one in St. Catharines. <laughs> there's two in all of Canada. Three. Three. <laughs> Find me a job. Connect. Job board. Browse. Homepage. Oh, Visit. So it's, it's like a, it's an establishment. Job Jim. Employment services. So it's like, um, like a, what is it? On is that Bruce Service Springsteen Ontario? I hear? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyone need to hop on my hog, listen to some tunes, and get anywhere fast? Oh, crap. It's the boss. Hey, the boss could give you a job. As like, okay. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you need a job? Go on tour with me, carrying my guitars all the time? Oh, that'd be great, the boss. <laughs> Thanks for answering for him. Hop on, kids. Oh, yeah, we got a job working for the boss. <laughs> Born in the USA. Well, actually, we're. I'm from Markham. <coughs> okay. <laughs> and, on, and on they went to Bernice Jr.'s house. Now with a job, life getting back together. I hope she's here. I hope she is too. Just, I've never met her before. Just really like. If she's not here, then the whole thing's kind of... Why don't you just come back tomorrow? Yeah, we could go home, come back tomorrow. I mean... I'll give it one more knock and see. It's, it's not like you just have one opportunity to do this. And then yeah, but I'm all hyped up now. I have some fresh advice, you know. That's true. I got a job now. Right. I mean... More confidence. I could lose that job tomorrow, lose all my confidence. Maybe you should try, should try, the, be all gone. Maybe you should try the doorbell. ding 
Come in. <gasps> it worked. <laughs> She's here. All right. Well, let's go in. Hey. Oh my God! I thought you were the Uber Eats guy. What are you doing here? <laughs> Wait, you just <laughs> tell the Uber Eats guy to come in? Yeah, it's cold out. I don't want to go out on the porch. <laughs> You're not worried about that. It's Uber Eats. Any <laughs> Uber Eats person, you just, if someone rings the doorbell, come Wait, in. Why are you judging me? Are you here to judge me? What no, are you no. Doing? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This has already gone off to the wrong foot. I came here to apologize. Uh, Uber Eats. Uh, I got the uh, Thai curry. Yeah, yeah. I just put it on the table there. Okay. <laughs> Do uh, Uber Eats drivers just say don't forget usually to what they have? Rate me f- five stars. Yeah, five stars. I'll rate you five stars. Thank you. All right. See? That wasn't hard or bad. Okay? I don't know. The whole it's situation. It's a normal reaction. Uber Eats guy comes in, puts the food on the table, and leaves. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, now he's still here. He doesn't want to leave because he knows I'm hurt and he wants to defend me. I want to make sure she's okay and then I get my five star. Yeah, you're going to get your five star. And I'm, I'm sorry that I... I can't leave until I see it. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to give you five... Okay, there you go. Five stars. All right, thank you. No, thank you. Are you okay? Is this guy bothering you? Thanks, Scott. I don't know. We'll see. I'll, I'll, I'll message you on the app later and oh. I'll let you know. Okay, thank, thank you. Thank you for asking. No problem. Hey. Yeah. Do you need to order something? Just open the app. I, I know <laughs> how Uber Eats works. I've and done it before. Order your food, and then you hit place order. And yeah. And I might not deliver it, but someone will. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So right. just, you're going above and beyond. Good for you. I take my job very seriously. <laughs> great. Thank, thank you. All right. Bye. Do you want to close the door? Yeah, sure. That would be great. Thank okay. you. Okay. Bye. All right. Bye. <laughs> Say hi to Bruce Ringstein. He's waiting outside. Hi. <laughs> 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 okay. He hugged the horn. Like he's leaving a family. So. Well, he seems like a nice guy. All right. Well, my curry's getting cold, so. I, I, I'm sorry. I just wanted to come here. <clears throat> and Are you going to introduce me? Oh, <laughs> this is Jacob. He's my friend. He's been really supporting me through. How you doing? Times. Hi, Jacob. Nice to meet you. Mm-hmm. Uh, lovely house. Thank you so much. <sighs> Thanks, Jacob. Carry on. I just wanted to come here and apologize to you because I feel like I never gave you any attention or asked any questions about you, and I feel like I made a big mistake. And I just wanted to say that, and, I, and I'm not expecting anything from this or anything like that. I just needed to apologize to you so that both of us can... Well, maybe you've already moved forward. I don't. I don't know. I just. I couldn't move forward until I said it. And I'm sorry. Oh my god! Are you serious? Yeah. You're not joking right now. No. Oh my god! I've waited so long for you to say that. Are you serious? You're not pranking me, are you? No, 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 no. I'm not. Oh my god! How? How? How did you realize? How did you want to apologize? How? I think I can answer that. <laughs> sure, Jacob. <laughs> you take it from here. <laughs> it was <laughs> an apparition in a greenhouse. What? <laughs> you heard me. Ghosts in a greenhouse. Is this a joke? No, it's 100% serious. We were looking at the tomatoes because we saw something through the glass. 
And once we went into this hot box of a room, we saw a, a spirit appear and tell us to get his life in in shape. I know what you're thinking, but he's from Markham. That's why he says tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a regional dialect. Okay, well, I guess an apparition told you to come here? And you have a weird friend that says tomatoes? And we got jobs with the boss. You got, what boss? The boss. Who's the boss? Our boss is the boss. Springsteen. Bruce Spring. Bruce Springsteen. New Jersey's finest. Oh my god. Well, at this point you leave me no choice. Let's get back together! (gasps) My life. (laughs) My life's back. Well, looks like my work here is done. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you floating away? No. Goodbye, Darren. <laughs> you weren't real? My home planet needs me. Home planet? <laughs> There's a lot of confusing things happening here. And Wait, wait. I'm, I just want to clarify. I'm not really from Markham. I'm from a different planet. And I was here to help you the aid of that apparition. Well, anyway, I gotta go bye. <laughs> okay. Love you, Darren. Yeah, I was always... I didn't think that Markham was far enough to start saying tomatoes, so that was questionable. <laughs> and I and I am thinking about now how... Uh, Uber? How, you ordered Uber Eats again? No, Sorry. some guy named Jacob ordered uh, these to- <laughs> these tomatoes for you. Oh, that's, that, that's funny. That's a... Classic Jacob Frank. I, I only knew him for like six <laughs> days, but that's so him. That's so him. Right, to don't do. forget to give me five stars. <laughs> Uber drivers are really on about these five stars now. Hey, if we dip below four stars, we lose our job. Yeah? Yeah. Is that an actual fact? I might think so. You <laughs> might think so. so. I'm going to look it up. Look it up. Do you have a phone charger? I need to charge my phone so I can look this up. Yeah, I'll go get it. <laughs> Right. Do you want to wait? <laughs> no, yeah, I'm looking this up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, five stars, and then you lose your job. I didn't say five. I said below like four or something. Below four. Yeah, if you dip below four, you can lose your job, I think. Can you really? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> below four. You're just shooting for this. I know it. I'm going to get one of these days. I'm going to search something, and it's not going to be right. <laughs> below four stars. And an Uber driver loses their job. Loses job. I feel like I could have searched this in a more concise manner here. Could cost your could cost your Uber driver. Drivers have known that low ratings from riders can lead to deactivation. Mm. Riders may lose access to Uber if they develop a significantly below average rating as well. Interesting. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I mean, if the average driver rating is 4.8, and if you fall below 4.6, you will be deactivated. Wow. 4.6. That is harsh. Yeah, because that's an easy one to get down to. Too. So give me five stars, and I'll let you guys finish up this emotional climax to the story. Uh, Yeah. No. Yeah. See? Five stars. Thank you. Yeah. Even I gave you a compliment. You can tip? Oh, I'm not going to tip. Like... I mean, there's already the big delivery charge on there. Well, I mean, tip. I just taught you something. Just tip something valuable. Do you tip Uber drivers or like Uber? Yeah, I don't say you have to do it all the time, but I, 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 I
A dollar or two. Five dollars. You now work for the boss. You can't afford two dollars for an Uber driver? Uh, we haven't talked about how much I'm getting paid oh, for Oh, you're going to get paid a lot. If I know what I know about... The boss. Miley Cyrus and uh, the covers of her songs, <laughs> you're going to be in for a big paycheck. All right. I'm going to trust. I'm just going to click $5 for you, and I'm going to leave. <laughs> no, 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 no. $5. That's a... That's a good that's, tip. That's Thank generous. you. It was a good tip. That's a lot. All right, yeah, bye. that's a lot. All right. Maybe bye. You, maybe you could write it off as a charitable donation. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> Isn't it weird it's the same Uber Eats guy? It never happens. <laughs> oh, something weird is going on. Yeah. A lot of lingering, too. <laughs> just like he never goes, huh? Now he's just here. And what? <laughs> I didn't even order the Uber Eats. The other guy did. Jacob did. <laughs> so I just sent E transferred five dollars. I don't know. This is <laughs> this is a good. I feel like I'm just. <laughs> why am I tipping for a box of tomatoes? I didn't want this. Tomatoes. <laughs> Who said that? Jake. Who was that? This is crazy. Okay, let's let's go for a walk here. Let's leave. No, wait. Let's finish the tie and then go for a walk. And they did. <laughs> and life went well for them. Much like a greenhouse, their relationship was transparent. Yes. Everything now is as it should be. Spooked. That was a scary story. <laughs> I thought it was a pretty uplifting story. It was. Yeah, this was very uplifting. It's about redemption and love. <laughs> very topsy turvy. Yeah, <laughs> always on the edge of your real seat. Real roller coaster. Where was this going? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it felt like a story that took twenty minutes that could have been four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go to greenhouse. Go to Hex's place. I'm apologize. Sorry if you guys lost any listeners from this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I I think we gained. Well, we might have lost some Springsteen fans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, or maybe we gained some Springsteen fans. Maybe we're gonna be hashtagging the boss in this. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, on that note, let's do some plugs. Anur, go ahead. Oh my God. Okay. Um. <laughs> Go see my therapist. Uh, oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, no, so I, um, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Nor Hadidi, uh, Instagram as well. And I run a monthly show called So Fresh and So Clean. It's a comedy bar, first Friday of the month, and it's a lot of fun. It's a clean show. So if anyone slips up, we have soap flavored gum on stage. Oh, yeah, and thrills. We, yes, thrills, exactly. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> I run it with Courtney Gilmore, and we uh, confess secrets, and we give out a prize. So it's just a lot of fun. Nice. Amazing. And we'll be tweeting that out at Spooked Podcast, as well as uh, go to uh, thesonarnetwork.com, and you'll see a full profile on Nor with direct links to social medias. And uh, uh, this before Detroit or after? Uh, might be... Uh, uh, let's plug it anyways. Let's plug it. Yeah. We'll be at the Detroit Improv Festival August 10th. Yeah, August tenth, six p.m. Uh, yeah, uh, check it us us out there. Yeah, we're part of the Saturday podcast block, I guess. Yeah, podcast block. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We'll be there. We'll be there. With bells on. Say hi. Uh, tell us about the boss. Yeah, <laughs> the Motor City Madman. 
Is that a name? Ted Nugent. Oh, <laughs> that's not... he's from Detroit, Motor City Madman. Yeah, we want. Well, I guess yeah. Tell us about Ted Nugent then, or Robocop, also from Detroit. <laughs> Real life <laughs> hero Robocop. Spooked. 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 This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.